Welcome back to the Exploration Medicine Podcast. My name is Dana Levin. What you're about to hear is a record of my experience as part of the Institute for Nautical Archaeology's expedition to excavate the Western Antalya wreck. This merchant ship sank over 4,000 years ago during the mid to late Bronze Age, while carrying cargo, likely from the island of Cyprus to unknown ports in the northwest. Over the next two months, we'll follow these experiences as they were recorded in real time, edited only for sound quality to protect the identities of participants and the location of the wreck itself. Field notes entry number one, Kumluka Shipwreck Expedition. It's morning on June 26, 2019. I'm sitting at a table in my apartment in New York City. In about three days, I'm going to board a plane for Istanbul and head off to spend the next two months diving and hopefully not needing too many medical skills. I wanted to record some thoughts before I left to capture the pre-trip state of mind and talk a little about my preparation and gear planning. So, first, I'll say I'm excited. This is a fascinating and unique opportunity, and it's really an honor to be allowed to participate in something like this. I've been on expeditions before, and each time the days leading up to it are a bit like cresting the first rise on a roller coaster. Not sure what I'm getting into? Looking forward to finding out, a tiny voice in the back of my head questioning my life choices up to this moment, and an increasing sense of being committed to something anticipated but largely unknown. It's a feeling I've experienced before, but it never really gets less intense. A kind of thrilling trepidation that mixes enthusiasm to rush off into the sunset with a glance over my shoulder and a fear of losing control or wanting to slow things down. Each expedition brings its own concerns specific to the experience, and on this one, I guess the most salient is that I have no archaeological background. I am an experienced diver, and I can certainly work underwater, but I have only a passing understanding of the Bronze Age world, and I've never excavated anything bigger than a sandbox looking for a lost toy train when I was in middle school. So I guess I'm worried about my ability to be a valuable team member and not burden the more experienced team members with someone that slows down the work or gets in their way. My background as a physician will be useful, but there will be at least one other doctor on board. Remember that doctors can be injured too, so having a backup is useful. And even in this domain, I might not be the most experienced. I have training in hyperbaric chamber operations and dive medicine, but I'm not board certified as an undersea and hyperbaric medical doctor. My co-CMO is, though. And I have no doubt that my training and skill set in emergency medicine will be useful. But I want to make sure that I add value to the team. And this team is already highly skilled and has experience working together in the field, so that's a tall order. With that in mind, though, I'm going into this expecting that the first part of this mission will largely be a steep learning curve with a lot of watching and learning. I can't expect to be the star player from the moment I set foot on the deck of the ship, and I don't need to be. So I've set my goals a bit lower than that, and I simply want to carry my own weight. I don't want to add extra work to the rest of the team, and I want to keep an eye out for ways I can pick up slack. As long as I'm not adding work for others or creating extra stress, I can take time to learn how to become a fully productive crewmate. I also imagine that my skills as a diver and doctor will be used far less often than my ability to clean dishes, refill tanks, wash the deck, and assist with other maintenance tasks. The flashier, more quote-unquote impressive skills of diving, 
improvised field medical care and hyperbaric chamber operation and then 20 years of scientific and medical training are valuable, but they're secondary to the essential skills of communication, managing one's own emotions, conflict resolution, and volunteerism. Either way, on a trip like this, I'm a rookie. So I'm going to try to keep two points in mind. First, even the most experienced team member out there was a rookie at some point too. And second, that whatever my individual skill set, the most valuable thing I can be in the field is part of the team. So to that end, I'm adding a few things to my gear. I've looked up the weather in Antalya this time of year, and I'm bringing things like clothing, a Kindle with books to read, headphones, some podcasting materials, you know, the essentials. But the things that make people miserable on any expedition are being cold, being wet, not sleeping, getting sick, and being bored. I can't fix all of those for everyone, but I can certainly bring a few things to help with some of the more common and predictable problems, like a box of earplugs to hand out in case the boat or its crew are noisier than expected, some spices to help with cooking if that's needed, a couple of games and movies, some extra layers to share, a small supply of basic first aid gear to handle the more common ailments like blisters, minor injuries and illnesses, clogged ears, stuffed noses. Uh, I'm also going to bring sunscreen, a portable Bluetooth speaker, some gaff tape because it's better than duct tape, and some music and books to share along with the nearly universal cures of chocolate, chamomile tea, and coffee. These are things that often help make life a little bit easier while on an expedition, and they also double as good ways to quickly make friends. So to quote a common phrase of a wise friend, Dr. Lindgren, take care of yourself so you can take care of the team so you can take care of the mission. As for scuba gear, I'll post my full kit on the website, so I won't bore you by reading it, but I want to highlight a couple of things that are important in the don't add work to the rest of the team mentality. So in that vein, I'm bringing a sad with me. Not the emotion, well, hopefully there won't be too much of that, but rather a save-a-dive kit. This is a collection of basic repair gear to fix the common problems that can end a dive before it begins and could seriously curtail an expedition that depends on diving. I am 100% certain that the ship and the other crew members will have more than enough repair gear. But as I said earlier, at a baseline, I want to be self-sufficient and not add work to other team members. So my kit has a couple of extra mouthpieces for my regulator, some zip ties to secure dive gear, extra O-rings and a ring removal kit, an extra low-pressure inflator hose, a small tool set, a few clips, some rubber connectors, and a few small dry bags. I'm also bringing an extra mask, layers I can wear under a dry suit, some basic suit maintenance equipment, and hangers. I've always been taught that if you take care of your gear, it will take care of you, so I want to make sure I have the materials I need to maintain my gear during the expedition, and also not take up hangar space or unnecessary material on the wet deck. In terms of travel prep, I'm carrying a lot more gear than I typically like to, owing to the nature of scuba equipment, and I've collected it into two bags, one primarily for scuba and one primarily for personal gear. Other than that, I've got a small bag for the airplane with my passport, visa, music, headphones, plane tickets, some snacks, a water bottle, my ebooks and of course a towel because those in the know always bring a towel. So that's it. 
In a few days, I leave my clinical responsibilities at Columbia for a bit and head to the open sea to support the INA expedition. Next time we speak, I expect I'll be on the deck of the INA research ship Virazon 2. This is Dana Levin for the Exploration Medicine Podcast, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Exploration Medicine Podcast. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. It helps us reach a wider audience. We'd also love it if you would subscribe to our email list so we can update you directly when we post a new episode. Special thanks to our production team, Sultana Pefley, Jeremy Seeker, and Emily Stratton. Music is written and recorded by David Keough. More information on each episode, including a comments board, is available on the website at explorationmedicine.com. And as always, feel free to reach out with questions, comments, corrections, thoughts, or anything else by emailing podcast at explorationmedicine.com. Thanks for listening, and see you soon.